Welcome to episode four, In Between, a digital painting inspired by a lucid dream. My name is Sarah. From time to time, we need to be reminded we are not alone. During several moments in my life, I felt as though no one understood me, no one cared. But those are lies the insecurities tell us. Maybe this is why I had the dream that tested my patience and tested my trust of a loved one. The Lucid Dream. In the dream, I was walking on a large piece of land that was floating in the middle of space. I noticed how this was strange and I realized I was dreaming. What a great feeling. I explored this floating land that was glowing with blues, greens, and golds. All around were stars, endless and vast. I admired glowing light blue water and the glittering trees and rocks around it. I kept walking and watched bioluminescent plants and flowers moving back and forth. How lucky was I to be consciously aware I was awake during such an elaborate dream. I reached what seemed to be the end of the floating land. Usually, in a lucid dream, I can decide to move on, fly somewhere else, or even wake up. But that was not the case for this dream. I told myself to fly. Nothing happened. Then I asked for help, wondering if there was anything around to guide me out of this dream. Since I was getting no response or input from anything or anyone, I decided I wanted to wake up. I tried my usual practice of saying, wake up, over and over again, while opening and closing my eyes during the dream, in hopes my eyes would wake up in reality. The strange thing about this strategy is that my eyelids immediately become impossibly heavy and my body becomes tired, so it feels impossible to open my eyes entirely. They seem to only open halfway. And after trying a while, I gave up. Then, I got the idea to jump off the land. Since I'm afraid of heights, that would scare me awake. I stepped to an edge and was contemplating if I should do it or not. I started to burden myself with fear. I questioned, what if I scare myself so badly that I give myself a real-life heart attack? I am terrified of heights and terrified of falling, so what should I do? As I stand there thinking of jumping, I suddenly hear a sweet voice that I know all too well. It's my niece, Raquel. I cannot see her anywhere. She says, wake up, please wake up. You can wake up. And I figure this is a sign to not jump. So I vigorously work at opening and closing my eyes again. I try and try and finally, with every ounce of strength, I open my heavy eyelids they feel tired and worn, and I realize I am laying in a hospital bed. I notice my niece Raquel is holding my right hand, tears all over her face, and my entire family is in the room with me. I was informed I had been in a coma, and my mind rushes with questions. How long have I been in a coma? What have I missed out in life? I was tricked. My mind, the dream world, whatever it is, tricked me into thinking I was awake in a hospital room, but I was actually still dreaming. Basically, I went from knowing I was dreaming in one experience, and in the second experience, I thought I woke up, but I was still dreaming. 
My family is thrilled to see me, and they all speak to me with love and kindness. I'm confused, and I know there is someone missing from the room. My parents, sisters, nieces, nephews were there, but who was missing? I felt restless, but was thankful for the strong grip of my niece Raquel. Bella, leaning in to hug me, was wonderful. My family took turns coming to hug me. Still in the dream hospital room, I effortlessly close and open my eyes for no particular reason. When I open my eyes, it's real life, and I lie there looking at the ceiling of my real bedroom. What just happened? I felt this overwhelming exhaustion and relief. I was not really in a coma. So let's break down the dream. Let's talk about the floating land first. I was blown away by it and so grateful that I had become lucid during my walkthrough. It was a stunning place to be and it made me thankful that I could see such great detail in the dream world. However, it was quiet and did not seem to have any life on it besides the bioluminescent flowers and plants. What worried me about this land in the middle of space was that I was alone and no one could hear me. Let's talk about my idea to jump off the piece of land. The fear of jumping from the land was very real, and my fear of giving myself a heart attack in real life was enough to keep me pacing the glow-in-the-dark world. What would have become of me if I had jumped off? I would have wakened. I don't think dreams can cause death. But second-guessing this may have struck a part of my brain to help me, that's where my niece comes in. She became my guide to help me remember that I had the power to wake up without having to terrorize myself. Ironically, waking up in a coma is pretty terrorizing. So let's talk about the coma. I don't think I can explain how real it felt to wake up in the hospital room. To think that I had been in a coma and to actually think my niece woke me from the coma was a miracle feeling. In the hospital room, I felt such love from my family, but I had a dread in my chest wondering what I had missed in life. Not a good feeling. So who was missing in the room? The person missing in the room was my fiance, David. In the dream hospital, he was not there. And for some reason, I could not remember who he even was. This may mean a multitude of things like my fear of losing him or my fear of him leaving me. But why couldn't I remember him? That part still gets to me. I'm not trying to make anyone laugh, but is it a sign of dementia? I'm begging for it not to be. Let's talk about the dream within a dream. So why the dream within the dream? Why did my brain trick me into thinking I was actually awake in the hospital room? I would love to hear your thoughts on that because I still don't really have an answer. I am pretty impressed by the events of this dream. When I had wakened in the dream hospital, it was as if the floating land in space was where I was stuck in a coma. Is it possible there is a place people go when they are in a coma or when they are under anesthesia? These are fun questions to think about. And who is the girl in the painting that I created? It's me, but we do not resemble each other at all. I love to draw and paint women that I wished I looked like. Side note. Not sure if you noticed, but this character is my logo. Okay, so maybe the purpose of the lucid and regular dream was to remind me that I'm not alone. 
and that my family and the people I love are always near and are ready to help me and ready to be there for me, even when I don't think they are. There are very scary things we may face in life. And sometimes when we have to make choices, we don't know which one is the right one. And sometimes we don't even know what is real or fake in this world filled with contradictory information. The moments we feel alone can sometimes spiral into a web of negativity. As much as we feel alone, there is always someone out there feeling the same way, which is another reminder that we just aren't alone. Remember, you always have the ability to reach out to a loved one and tell them how much you love them or thank them for something they did for you a long time ago, or simply tell them you're thinking about them. Maybe your message will be that bit of encouragement that they need to get them through a tough moment, like the way my niece got me out of one in my dream. Please let me know what you took away from this episode. Of course, thank you for staying until the end. Your time here means very much to me. Until next time, always create. My name is Sarah Fierro. By the way, feel free to take a look at some of my artwork at sarahfierro.com and connect with me on social media at Sarah Fierro Art.